us how we're doing. How you feeling? You feeling better? Did they get you all straightened out with your medicines and stuff? Come on, lift your hands towards Alice. She's been having a tough time. And so I know she lifted her hands for healing. I didn't see her earlier. I would have went and sent Joe to her. So we're going to pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we command Alice's body to be healed in Jesus' name. We command that heart to beat at its normal function and its normal soundness rhythm and its normal electrical impulse and never cause her problems again. We pray for the medication, dear God, to be regulated in her body for no side effects, dear God. She'll take that medicine for the healing of her body. But we're believing you, the great physician, to do a great work in Alice. Bless our sister in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, a year ago, we went to Christian International. Uh, we have been going to Christian International in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, for several years for, for training and direction and learning how to hear the voice of the, of the Lord. And We've been going down there and making friends with them, and the Lord connected us with Jimmy, of all people. If you don't think God's got a sense of humor, man, he connected us with Jimmy of everybody. I don't know how we got friends with Jimmy, but I'll tell you what, man, we did. I guess the Lord said, he's a big turkey and you're a big turkey, so we're going to put these turkeys together. I don't know. He had to be here last night to find out his turkey testimony. He'll tell it to you. So we've been going down there for a while, going through training. We went down there. Paul went down there. I went down there. Then we took people down there. Then we kept going down there. And I'll tell you what happened. God just knitted our hearts together. We went down there hungry for God, looking for the Lord. We didn't go down there with an agenda. I went down there saying, God, please help me. I need to hear your voice. I don't understand all this stuff, but I do know one thing. You speak, and I've got to hear you. So please help me. That was my heart. And that's what God did, okay? That's what he did. And we're going to go back in February, and if you want to go, start planning on it now because it's a big deal. God still speaks, and you need to hear his voice. So God connected us to Jimmy. We asked Jimmy if he would send me and his pastor three years ago, and he did. And then we went back last year, and we joined up with Christian International. We joined the, the Apostolic Network. We joined the, the church group with them, and now we're part of them, and they're part of us. And it's a wonderful thing, man. It's wonderful. Listen, they're not over us. We're in relationship to them. And because we're in relationship to them, we're in relationship to everything they, they do. We're in relationship to the nations and all the ministry. And we went from a little church in South Mississippi to being an international place overnight. Amen? That's God, man. That's what that is. That's the Lord. We got the, the, the Lord opened the door to the nations and to the prophets and to everything right here. And we're so excited for their friendship. We're so excited that they love us and that they would come here. You don't know what a big deal that is. It's a big deal. God's doing something great. Kristen has her own ministry. Come on, Kristen. She wants to talk to you about her own ministry. It's called Scars, and uh, she'll do a whole better job than I will, so I'm just going to turn her loose. Such an honor. I just want to honor the presence of the Lord that's here because he, he's here. His presence is here. And... Um, honor pastors Andrew and Paul just um, I love this church family you guys are family to us and we love the relationships and just really getting to know and connect and learn um, just learn more about you you know um, uh, before I get into scars I just want to share this because we were singing you're never gonna let me down 
Remember that song? You're never going to let me down. And I just want to speak into that for a minute because there might be some here today that have felt let down along the way. And this is what the Lord wants you to know. It wasn't a let down. He has something better in mind for you. He has something better in mind for you. So hold on because the better's coming. Amen. I just wanted to speak into that. Praise God. Well, I am honored to be here with my husband today and just to share a little bit about SCARS. Um, I have a nonprofit organization called Adore of Hope that is now Adore of Hope International. We started in Louisiana as a ministry for women coming out of trauma. And we had all sorts of services from prison ministry and help with food and diapers and clothing and counseling to opening a residential program for women where they came to live. And we helped them uh, get healed, get free, go to school, get their GED, go to college. Um, they served in the ministry. We taught them how to serve. They'd work in donations and sorting and um, just really built them up, reconnected them with their families, their children. And in 2020, Jimmy happened, and we got married. <laughs> and my whole wife and world got turned right side up. Not upside down, but right side up. And <laughs> God just um, shifted the ministry um, and had us close those doors in Louisiana, but he wasn't done with it. We kept saying, God, how are you going to merge a prophetic ministry and a ministry that helps women in trauma? And that's exactly what he's doing is he is bringing the two together. And um, even though we are not within the four walls of a building, we are now to the nations bringing people into training on working with people in trauma and what we're seeing God do is while people are coming to the training they're being healed but not only are they being healed but they're taking the training and they're they're ministering to people the lost the saved I mean there's come on there's people in the church that have had trauma we had one young lady say in one of our trainings you know we expect the world to have trauma but do we give each other the same grace because trauma does have to Christians. We're not exempt. But thank God we know Jesus. Thank God we have a relationship with the one who can bring us through that and bring us out of it, right? Um, and so I just want to say, you know, the difference I think with scars is not only am I bringing you um, into the Word of God with biblical examples, because the Word of God is our foundation, right? But I have a lot of experience in, in what God has brought me out of and brought healing from, you know, domestic violence, sexual abuse, drug addiction, being in and out of jail from the age of 18 to the age of 26, abortion-related trauma. You name it, I've been through it. Lost my own son to suicide when he was 29 years old. That one just about did me in. <laughs> that one really took my faith and shook it. Um, that one was was very difficult. It's been nine years, November the 3rd, made nine years, and um, God has taught me so much, and the main thing that he's taught me is he's never left me. He's never left me. He's never left you, no matter what you're going through. But here's the thing with trauma, okay? You know, Jesus had discernment. Jesus didn't go around casting devils out of everyone. There were times where he showed up at a well 
And he gave a woman a word of knowledge that changed her life. And she went back and won an entire community to the Lord. He was sensitive and he was compassionate. You know, when Job had complex trauma, he had one trauma after another after another before one person could even tell him that his children had died. Another messenger came in and told him, you know, that, that everything was destroyed. Or, or I can't remember the order, but it was just one trauma after another. So his friends decide they're going to go check on their friend. And from a distance, they saw him. They didn't even recognize him because of the amount of trauma this man had been through. But here was the wisdom and the discernment. Not one of them said one word. They sat with him for seven days, and no one spoke a word because they could see that his grief was so much. Job was the one to break the silence. We have got to have wisdom, church. So we will be back here in June uh, 21st and 22nd to bring those of you who would like to learn how to work with survivors of trauma. You might be here. You might be carrying a vision to open up a nonprofit, and you don't know how to do that. Let us help you. Let us help you. We're here for you. Maybe you're going through trauma, and you need to hear. I'm just going to pray right now. God, you know where we are. Lord, we break off trauma. We speak to the very root of that pain, and we just speak comfort and healing, Lord. You're the only one, the only one, Lord, that can comfort those areas that are deep inside, Lord, the soul of man. And you care about us as a person, body, soul, and spirit. So we speak to that now and say, be healed and be comforted in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? Amen. Well, he's our friend. His name is Jimmy Kellett. He's the prophet to the nations. Uh, he travels the world, and he, he gives the pr prophetic word to many people, many places. Uh, he's full-time in the ministry. He's been at Christian International for 30 years. But, you know, all of that aside, I can say this about Jimmy Kellett. He won't lead you astray. And he'll lead you straight to Jesus. Yeah. And he'll give Jesus all the glory. Yeah. It's not about Jimmy. It's about our great yeah. King Jesus. Would you give King Jesus a great big hallelujah <laughs> as we amen. welcome Jimmy to the pulpit? Come on, brother. Amen. amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, flocks. You guys are the flock, right? Amen. amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Amen. Could you guys see the passion my wife has for what she does? <laughs> amen. Um, she, she really does. Um, I've got that same passion, different, different atmosphere, different angle that I go from, but, you know, she, she was teaching it, and the first time we did it, she opened it up just to women, and the men were coming to me saying, what about us? <laughs> we have trauma, and so we talked about it, and we decided to open it, and we had, what, eight, eight guys that showed up, and, and just to see God move in those men's hearts, guys were hard. We've been taught, buck it up, keep it strong, right? Keep it real. Don't let, them, don't let them see you cry. That's what my daddy used to say. So I watched my dad cry one time, and I thought, okay, wait a minute. That's not working, pops. Amen? But it, it really did when, when we went through it. And then she said, the second time around, she said, can you teach the second part? I said, I have no idea what the second part's about. 
So I started studying it, and God just reminded me of all the trauma in my life that I didn't realize was still affecting me from when I was 16 and 17 years old. So God, God did some healings. But I'm not going to talk about that this morning because it's, it's too cool to talk about, and you have to wait to June to hear more. Amen? <laughs> Way down the road. Um, as I was preparing, this is what I heard the Lord say. He said, it's a new season. It's a new time here at Mission Church. Amen? And so I'm going to go from that angle. I, I like words. I like dictionaries because they tell us what the words mean. I like the 1828 Webster's Dictionary because it, it doesn't pervert the words. Amen? Um, gay in that time was more of a, a happy time, you know, da-da-da, not what everybody else calls it now, right? So I looked up the word new first. And, um, lately introduces what it means to our knowledge. Not known before. So that's not something God is going to do the same way. He's showing me that there's something new coming to Mission Church, that you guys are part of what God is doing. You're part of what God is, is shifting in this house. Amen? It's not about, and I'm going to say it without being shot down because neither one of them have guns. Amen? With them. <laughs> it's not about Apostle Paul or, or, or Pastor Andrew. Amen? <laughs> yes, I did it, Paul. <laughs> right? It's about what God is doing. Amen? It's, it's not about them. It's about what God is doing in us. And every one of us have a part to play. And it's going to be new things that God challenges us in so that we step out of our comfort zones. Is that a good way to say it? How many of you guys are comfortable? You like being what you are. You like doing what you do. You know, I believe in Je Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Sneaky. <laughs> right? And I believe in it because he sneaks up on us. I don't know what you've been going through, but I heard the Lord saying this is a new season and this is a new hour for you, daughter. He said, daughter, I'm bringing you out of some old ways into my new ways. And he said, daughter, as I bring you into the new ways, he said, I'm going to cause things just to, I just see things falling off of you, sis. It's like, it's like a lot of burdens, a lot of stuff that's not yours, and you've been carrying it because you didn't know what else to do with it. But God says it's a season. He said that I'm asking you to give it to me, and as you give it to me, he said it's going to fall off. I mean, every day you're going to get lighter and lighter and lighter. And he said that, that anointing that you have to worship is going to come back even though you felt like you were being drugged down in worship of late. But God says, daughter, I'm bringing you to a new place, into a new, new hour. And as I bring you into that new hour, he said, I'm going to supply to you all that you need. There, there's something happening. There's a, there's a ministry inside of you that is just starting to blossom. And you, you're, you're going, God, how, what do I do? I mean, you really, I can't explain it any other way. But you know that you know that God is in it. Amen. But you know that God is, is the one that is not pushing you forward, but he's nudging you saying, come on, kid, you can do this. You can do this. You've got this. So, Father God, we thank you right now for Ida and all that you're doing. Do you have something for her? In all the anointings that are upon her life, in Jesus' name. And I heard the Lord say, supply and demand that there has been a season where the demand has been great and there's not been much of a supply, but God says, I'm getting ready to supply more than enough for the demand in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. 
Thank you, my friend. Amen. Uh, Justin, it's time to start that business. I heard the Lord saying it this morning when we were talking, and as you started scrolling through all the stuff, amen, <laughs> thousands and thousands of pages. I said, you got more, right? Yeah, I got more. He warned me beforehand. But I heard the Lord say, he said, there's a business that I have put in your heart to do, and he said, it's time to start it. And he said, it's going to bring a fulfillment to you like never before. So, Father, we release that word over Justin right now. In Isaiah 43, 19, it says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You know, I, driving over here, how many of you guys know the missions is not a place you see from the highway? <laughs> right? <laughs> Hate to tell you guys, but there's a lot of trees around this church, <laughs> right? So you're, you're sort of in the wilderness. But if God is making a road and making a way to this wilderness, there's something that God is doing. And when I was researching it, I just kept saying, okay, God, you know, in, in Lamentations, you say you do a new thing every morning, right? You, great is his faithfulness, not ours. Great is his faithfulness. And, and, and I know, because I've talked with both of them, and I know what pastor and, and, and apostle have thought about, and when they started this, why they started it, a place of refuge, a place for people to come and get filled, a, a place for the saved, amen, to get saved, amen, a place for the saved to get taught, amen. And so that means that all of you are here because God has called you here. You may be visiting, but there's a reason that God called you here today. Because you need to know that there's new things that are coming, amen? That there's a new anointing that God is getting ready to break out, and you're going to be part of it. Matthew 9, 17 says, nor do they put new wine in old wineskins. Isn't that amazing when I look around the room? Or else the wineskins would break. The wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins and both are preserved. See, here's what's happening. When God changes us and he starts a new thing, he doesn't, he doesn't discard us, but he puts us in a new wineskin so that we can fulfill what he's asked for us to do. That every one of us get to do it. Every one of us get to walk in it. Every one of us get to, to say, God, it's my turn. I, I, I had a, a gentleman, he's an apostle uh, in, in um, Virginia, and, and, and I used to try to get into everybody's business when I was running co seminars, amen? And I remember him coming around the corner, and he got down like this, and his eyes got really tight, and he looked at me, and he said, Prophet, stay in your lane. And when he said it, I knew what he meant. See, we all have a lane that God has put us in, a, a, a place where we're supposed to be running. Yes, yeah, sometimes he says, now shift the lane, now shift the lane. But he always puts us back to where we're supposed to be. And as we're moving in that lane, God is going to move through us. That new wineskin. Guys, there's, there's a wine that God is putting in you that the body of Christ needs. Romans 7, 6 says, but now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by. Isn't that awesome? Having died to what, what held you? Go back and think about it. What held you before you got saved? Was it drugs? Was it alcohol? What was it? Was it just being you? <laughs> right? What was it that held you? So that we should serve in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. 
I want to move in the Spirit. You know, one of the things that, that I, I, I'm amazed at, and I'll, and I'll say it over and over again, is when Kristen started teaching SCARS, I, we, as she said, we've, we've tried three years to figure out how to meld our ministries because hers goes this way and mine goes that way. And she wasn't comfortable doing what I do, and I wasn't really comfortable doing what she did. Amen? But God had a plan. And we didn't see this plan until we launched this trauma training. And then, then I realized that the, the spiritual part, that moving with the spirit needed to be added in. Krista, does, she has a great clinical mind because she worked in it. Amen? She has a great mind for trauma because she, she went through it. But she also knows when God is moving. And we were in Richmond, Virginia, and we were there, and she started, she finished her lesson. She said, okay, we're going to do Q&A. And the night before, I heard the Lord say, I don't want to do Q&As. I want to do me. Come on, guys. That, that makes you go, okay, God, what's, what's you, <laughs> right? What, what you do you want them to see? So she gets up. She had two questions, and I said, babe, I really feel like we're just supposed to open this up to the Spirit. And so I, I stepped on the stage. I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew the Spirit of God was moving. Amen. And I could feel the presence of the Lord. And I just started walking across the stage praying. And I, I wasn't looking. I, was, I had my eyes closed, walking back and forth, because I could just feel the presence of the Lord. And I wanted to be in that presence. I wanted to be part of it. The pastor came to us later. He said, did you guys look around the room? I said, no, I wasn't paying attention to that. I was paying attention to what God was doing. And he said, there wasn't a dry eye in the place. He said, because the Spirit of God was bringing a healing. And when we're moving in the Spirit, there's things that are going to happen that we can't explain. Amen? Amen? Because it's His glory. So we talked about new. Let's talk about the season. I'm not going to really preach that long because I... Felt like I was supposed to minister as much as I preached this morning. Season literally signifies that which comes or arrives. And in this general sense is a synosmus, with time. I got one of those words that you got, which I know is just not coming to me. A fit or a suitable time. Amen. This morning we were in the hotel room and we were talking. We went down and got coffee, came back up in the room. And we were talking, and Kristen was reading, and I was, I was just mulling over this morning's message. And God showed me something that I'd never seen before, is this. When Elijah was brought up into heaven, and his mantle fell, and Elijah walked over and picked it up, Elijah went from an old season into the new season. And that just, just blew my mind because that's the two prophets that I look to at the Bible and say, God, you, you did great and mighty things. And, and here's why I look at him. Because I look at my bishop and he says, you got to run to keep up with me. And, and I look at him like an Elijah because he's that one that goes forth. He's the one that brings the Lord. But then I, then I see myself more as an Elijah, amen, that is taking that mantle of Elijah and running with it. And it was a new season when he picked it up, when he went to the River Jordan, and he, and he did the same thing that he saw Elijah doing. And then he crossed over. When he crossed over, he walked into his season, not Elijah's season. 
And every one of us have a season. Come on, guys. We're going through a season now. Two days ago, it was cold. Today, it's hot. Right? And we're going through that change again. We're starting to see winter come in as much as we don't like it. But it has to come. We got we to gotta, we gotta go with the flow in what God is doing. Because when we're in that new season, God's in it. And the things that we tried before will start to work. My brother back there in the plaid shirt, uh, right there with the nice gray beard and gray hair. Uh, is that your wife beside you, sir? Can you tell me your names? Sean? Charles and Judy. C and J. Father God, we thank you for Charles and Judy. Guys, I heard the Lord saying, he said, even now, son and daughter, I'm doing a mighty work inside of you. He said, even now, he said, I'm causing some things inside of you to start to birth. And you've said to eat me even in this hour. God, what are you doing now? Don't, why didn't you do this 20 years ago? Lord, when I had what I needed to fulfill what you have me to ask me to do. And the Lord would say, son, he said, even now, he said, I'm causing you to see you and me in a different light. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm taking some of that stuff that has been downloaded on you over the years and years and years. And he said, you're starting to see a sifting, a sifting. It's almost like putting a flower in a sifter and you got to shake it to get out, get it to, to where it's cookable. Amen. Not like, not like I know how to cook. Amen. <laughs> right. But he's just been doing this with you and he's sifting you out. And you said, God, why, do, why are you doing this now? Why are you doing this now? And he said, because, son, I brought you into my kingdom for such a time as this. And he said, son, I'm going to use your wisdom. And, daughter, I'm going to use your knowledge. And I'm going to cause the two of you to be a beacon into my house. And he said, you're going to be ones that people will know that I have got great knowledge and wisdom that I put within you. And it's going to cause you to step up again. And he said, even as you step up, I'm going to shift you again. And guys, just get ready. Just go ahead and put your racing suits on. Go ahead, strap into the car and let Jesus take the wheel. Because God is moving and God is shifting. There is some, and I'm going to say it like I heard it. Uh, Charles and Judy, there's some old, and I'm going to say it, stinking thinking, <laughs> amen, that, that man has indent, it, it just inundated you with about the word, about the word, about the word, and what you can and cannot do because you're not leadership. But God is saying, he said, I'm looking for a people that are willing to do what I've asked them to do. And he said, I've seen the two of you. And he said, I know your hearts. So, Father God, we thank you for, for Charles and Judy right now, Father, and all that you're doing. 2 Timothy 4.2, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. You know what that means, guys? Drop it a hat. You got to be dropping a hat. You, you, you got to be ready when that hat drops to do what God's called you to do. You got to be ready at the, in, the, in the gas station. You got to be ready in the marketplace. You got to be ready when you're just out hanging in the yard and the neighbor walks up. You got to be ready, amen, in what God is doing. It says, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Amen. Sometimes you got to rebuke them when they start talking to you that way. Amen. Sometimes you got to step away from the vehicle. Amen. You don't need to hear it because you know the truth. And sometimes you got to tell them the truth, right? Sometimes you just got to speak the truth in love. Amen. You know, one of the things that, that uh, my boss knows about me is this, that, that I will confront you if he asks me to confront you. But I'll do it in love. 
I'll do it with tact. But I'll do it with the, with the authority that I, that's been given me. Why? Because I want to see you change. I want to see you go to the next level. Amen? I want to see you step it up. And you know what? If I can do it, then, then somebody has to do it to me. Amen? Time, a proper place, a season. There's, there's, there's a time for every purpose. Ecclesiastics 3.1 says, there's a time. Is this your time? I believe it is. I believe this is the time, a new season, a new time that God is giving each one of us. You know, we see things happening. I was reading in Amos today, and, and I realized God spoke about Gaza in Amos. Amen? In Amos 2, I think it is. And he talks about this. He talks about the, that Gaza is going to be burnt. Amen? Because of what they, they've done. And I thought, wow, God, you knew about this war before it ever happened. <laughs> Amazing how God does that, right? Amazing how we, we serve a God that knows what's happening. He knows our, our, our beginnings and he knows our ending. Amen. But we're in that season and time, and we've got to be purposeful in what we put our hands to do. Amen. Paul and I have been asked to go to India, still waiting on the call, telling us when, so we can start raising money to go. But I know that that was, an, uh, that was a now time that, we, that he was at our house, and he went to dinner with us, with me, because he was staying at the house. So I said, well, if I go to dinner, Paul has to go. And Paul and, and the pastors just hit it off. And, and so we were sitting there, and they asked us both to come. So we said yes, but let us know. So we're supposed to be going in March or April. We'll see how that works. Probably going to be more like June or July. Amen, by the way it looks. But you know what? God's in it. And when we're in the right time in the right place, God will open up doors that no man can close at the right time. Amen? We can go jiggle the handle all we want, but until the timing of the Lord... See, it's not about our timing, it's about His timing. And when we learn to get our will and line it with God's will, not God's will lining up with our will, we see things happen, don't we? Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. You know, I always, I always hear it like this. Don't get weary in the well-doing. Don't get tired because it's not working like you thought it would. There's a time and a season for it. And I believe this is a now time. Amen? And as we see what God is doing, I'm going to end with this. For habitation, for the revelation to wait an appointed time. Habakkuk 2.3. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it lingers, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Father, I thank you, Father God, that, Father, they have waited on you. Lord, they have waited on you here at the mission, Father God. They have waited on you, Father God, in all that they put their hands to do. Lord, they, they, they seek your face, Father God, and know that you're in the midst of what's going on. And Lord, we thank you that even now, Father, you're shifting them, Father, to the next level. Lord, I thank you for the newness that you're going to bring upon this house. 
Lord, I thank you for the shining light that's going to, 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 to show this place at night, Father God, in the, in the pillar of fire that, uh, that they will see, Father God. Lord, even at night, Father, over this house. Father, in the daytime, Father God, that there'll be a cloud, Father God, that hovers over this place, Lord, so that they can see, Father, what you're doing here at the Mission Church. And Father God, we thank you that they don't have to be out on the highway. Father, they don't have to be uh, anywhere but where they are, Father God. And Lord, you will enlighten the body of Christ Christ to what's happening here. There was a word spoken over Pastor Andrew last night that God is, is revealing him, that he's taking the slicker off and he's showing him the true man of God and that he's going to start moving forward. And I believe when that happens, things are going to pop around here in a new and a fresh way. So Father, we thank you for what you're doing still. And Lord, that you're not done with us yet. Do you have something, babe? Come on. I heard the Lord... I heard that song, um, for everything turn, 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 there is a season, turn, turn, and the Lord says, I'm turning the season, I'm turning yeah. the season, I, and, and I was reminded of something that Jimmy said about how we're in a hot, but then it gets cold at night, and this, but the season is changing, and the Lord wants you to know that you're going to begin to see the signs and the different things of the, the turning of the season, and that it's not going to be a shock, it's just going to be a gradual turning of the season, it's going to be a beautiful uh, a turning of that season, and this morning in worship, this is what I heard the Lord say. He says, you've been praying and you've been sowing prayer into this community. And I saw the golden bowl of incense and I heard the Lord say, he's getting ready to tip it out. Amen. He's getting ready to tip it out over Amen. Mission Church and over your community in Jesus' I name. I don't need that. I got one. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing here. Amen. Guys, it's an exciting time, isn't it, in the body of Christ? Because we're, we're in a season right now that nobody else has ever been in, in the body of Christ. We're in that new, fresh thing that God is doing. And even as Paul's word this morning brought forth, that there's things going to start to happen that we're, we're covered, amen? As long as we keep our focus on him and not the situation. There's a brother back here in a plaid shirt. You got three or four children right there with you and a, and a beautiful lady. I guess that's your wife, right? T can you guys tell me your names? Marshall and Nikki? Michael. Michael and Nikki. Father God, we it's that southern accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> Father, we thank you, Father, for Michael and Nikki right now. Father, I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing in their life. And I heard the Lord say, he said, I drew you here. He said, I drew you. I saw God lassoing you guys. And he's just pulled you in gently. And you felt like, God, this is a good place. This is a place where we can fit. Lord, this is a place where we can sit on the back, Father God, and just, and just soak in what you're doing. And the Lord would say, son and daughter, he said, I brought you here so that you could soak. He said, but know this, son and daughter. He said, there will be a time of soaking, and then there will be a time of wringing out. And he said, and it's not a bad wringing out. It's, it's like you guys are going to have to leak so that you can get more. You're going to have to give out so you can get more. And God says, I brought you here because I saw that you needed to be healed and that you needed to know the love of my son even in a greater way. And he said, have you not seen it even as you walk through the doors? 
He said, have you not felt it even when you said, Lord, this is a good house. This is a good place. And God says, even now, as I'm causing a shift in the two of you, he said, I'm causing the two of you to see me from a different perspective than you've ever seen me before. You guys, I, I saw this in the spirit just now. You guys have been walking behind Jesus, and you know what the backside of Jesus looks like. You know how beautiful he looks from the backside. But God says, I'm reversing the flow, and he said, you're going to start seeing my son even in a greater way. And he said, you're going to, there's such a ministry in the two of you guys that you've got burned on so many times just trying to walk out what God's told you to do. He said, but now I'm going to show you, my son, there's an anointing on you that, that man has, has squelched and put down and squelched and put down, and you guys were misunderstood. You didn't, they didn't know what, you were, what, you, what, what God was doing in you, but they didn't want it happening, so they squished you, they blamed you, but God said it was all me. He said, I'm shifting you now. Guys, get ready because those things that you have said, God, this is what our plans are. This is such an anointing on you guys. This is what our plans are, God. Lord, you know our hearts. You know our hearts, God. Lord, we thank you for, our, for the heart of, of God that you've given us. But God, we're weary in the well-doing. Lord, we're tired of it. But I heard the Lord say, he said, enough is enough. This time of testing and trials is over. And God says it's time to move forward even now. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. What you got, Bubba? <laughs> Hallelujah. He's good, Mom. <laughs> He's good. Amen. Father, I thank you right now for Michael and, and Nikki. Sorry, <laughs> brain just went dead. Father, I thank you for Michael and Nikki, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for each one of them, Father God. I thank you for their children and the anointings you placed upon them. Father God, I thank you, Father God, that, that you're moving on their behalf, Father God. Lord, and Father, you, you're cutting off the attack of the enemy, Father God, that has come from every, every angle, Father God. Lord, that even now you're their rear guard. Right now, Lord, you are their rear guard. But, Father, you sent the angels out before them to prepare the way. And, Lord, I thank you that you're causing a shift. Lord, that they're going to know that they know that they know that it's you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, 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 amen. And, guys, if anybody needed ministry, they did this morning. I can tell you that by the Spirit, amen. You have somebody you want to minister to? You're just crying, huh? Thank you, Jesus. Uh, my sister in the red with the scarf, what is your name? Have I ministered to you before? No? What's your name? Deborah. 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 Okay, Father, we thank you for Deborah. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for your anointing on this awesome woman of God, Father God. Lord, I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing in and through her right now. Lord, I thank you, Father, that there's such an anointing, Father God, that you have held back for her. Father God, and this is a season that you're releasing it. Since it is a new season for you, you might as well get ready. Get ready. Put your running shoes on. Put your jogging outfit on. Whatever you do to work out. Amen. It's, it's time to start working out in the spirit, God says. 
And he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift you, daughter, like never before. He said, I'm going to shift you, daughter, so that you will know that, that, that it's not you, but it's all me. And he said, daughter, he said, even as there's been a new thing that I've been doing, and you've been saying, but God, what's going on? And why is this happening right now, Father God? And Lord, what, what, what have I done wrong? What have I done right? Uh, amen, God. And you, you've been saying, Lord, I, I just don't know uh, where I'm supposed to be. I don't know what, what, where I'm supposed to be going. Lord, you've given me a vision. You've given me a dream. But Lord, that dream and vision has not come to pass. And Lord, I'm getting a little sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, 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 and you've been honest with God. And you've told him, you know, aren't we glad he hears our heart and not our heads? Amen. Amen. And I heard the Lord say, he said, daughter, he said, I've heard the cries of your heart. But know this, that I'm not done. And he said, and you're not finished. He said, but I'm going to open up doors that have not been opened before. Because I see some things that you have put your heart to do. And, it's, it, it, and I'm going to say, guys, there's a lot of you here today that have gone to churches and you had doors slammed in your face. When you sat down and you shared your heart and what God felt, you felt God was doing. And you shared your heart and you felt God was doing it. And they said, no, that's not how God moves. And it just shut you down and you said, okay, God, I'm not going to share my vision again. But God says, daughter, it's time to release the vision that I have put within you. He said, that dream that I put in your heart. Bible says he gives us the desires of our heart. Amen. And you've waited and you've waited and you've gotten tired of waiting. Because you thought you missed God. God said, you haven't missed anything. He said, but I have kept my eye on you. And he's starting to work in a new way now. There's family things that are happening that are just shifting, and you're, you're amazed at it because you're starting to see some of the old school come forward because they're tired of what they keep seeing over and over again. But now is your season. Now is your time. So, Father, we thank you for Deborah and all that you're doing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, my brother and sister back here on the almost back row, um, you're still in the padded chairs. Yeah, you guys. Have I, I ministered to you guys before, haven't I? Tell me your name so I forget. Nick and Mandy, Father God, so I forget. Did you hear that? Because <laughs> I'm not going to remember after we get, leave this place. Father God, I thank you for Nick and Mandy, Father God, and I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing in them, Father God, right now. Lord, I thank you, Father, for those things that you're bringing promotion to the two of them about. Father God, that you're promoting them not only in your kingdom, but Father, you're promoting them in the marketplace. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, that there's some shifting happening even now, Father God. There's some things happening right now, Father God. I'm just going to say what I heard. I heard one shift to another shift. One shift to another shift. I don't know what that means, but God does. I'm giving it to you because that's what I heard. But I, I know this, God has got a plan and you're still part of it. And that God is moving. Guys, God is moving so quick with you, it makes your head spins. Because you guys are starting to move forward in the things of God like never before. And you have said, but God, how, how can these things be? How can, this, how can this be happening, God? Lord, what have we done that's been so right? And God says, you've come and you've said, this is where I'm at, God. And you've been honest with me. And you've told, guys, you told God the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you told him what it was all about and why it was happening. And God said, I already knew it, but I needed to hear it. He said, but I'm going to start changing their confessions.
and you're going to see the goodness of the Lord like never before. And you guys have already started to shift. You've already learned, figured out the way we talk causes us to walk. Amen. But God says this is a season. He said that I'm changing the talk and I'm changing the walk. Man, I should be a poet. Amen. <laughs> but God is shifting you guys. And, and he's really causing you guys to step into to that place that he has for you. And then when you step into it, you're going to realize, God, it's not that we missed it. It's just we didn't see it, God. So, Father, we thank you for what you're doing right now in both of them, Father God, in the anointing. Are, are people online now? Is somebody online that God has been um, talking to you about going to the next level and you said, God, I'm not ready to do this? Um, if that's you, just, just you, I can't see your hands, so you don't raise your hands. Amen. Um, but I saw God starting to really open up some things for you that as you start to, as I've just ministered to this couple, uh, as you start to, to, um, to, to, to shift the way you're talking, to shift the way you're thinking, he said, I'm going to be in it and I'm going to cause doors to open and I'm going to cause things to close off. And he said, I'm going to ask you to, to take that step of faith and as you step, step out, know that, 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 that there's no mountain too tall, no valley too low that I can't come to you. He said, but now is the season, he said, that I'm causing those things, even in ministry, God says, to open up before you. Um, you've known that you're supposed to be doing it, but you've been a little timid. No, I'm going to say a better way. You've been scared. So, Father, we just release, Father God, those things, Father, over each one of them. Lord, whoever this be, Father God, Lord, that you, you will cause that, that spirit of fear to be broken off because, Lord, you give us a, a sound mind. Amen with power and love. So, Father, we just thank you for the sound mind and the power and the love in Jesus' mighty name. Um, Joe and Stephanie. Stephanie. Um, Father, we thank you for Joe and Steph. Father God, I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing in their lives right now, Father God. Lord, for all that you're shifting. Guys, I see doors of ministry opening up like never before. I see, I see emails coming across saying, hey, can you guys come and do this? And, and I see phone calls. Uh, I hear phone calls saying, hey, hey, Joe, Stephanie, we, we need you guys to do this. Steph, we need you to do the women. Joe, we need you to do the men. We need you, you both to come in together and just minister what's in your heart that you're speaking to our house. And, and the Lord would say, son and daughter, he said, it's a season to say yes. And he said, it's not a bad time. But I see God shifting some things so that the doors open and you guys can go together. Not one staying home to hold down the fort or hold down the job, but God is shifting some things, and he's going to cause some doors to open, but he's, he's closing more than he's opening because you guys have been able to step back into that door and say, okay, God, we're back where we started. But God says, I'm not going to let you go backwards anymore. But it's a season of pressing forward. That word that's within the two of you, that, that anointing to speak forth the word of the Lord, he said, I'm going to start using it more and more and more. And guys, even as you have been challenged in this place, God says, I'm going to challenge you in every place. He said, I'm going to ask you to go deeper than ever before. David says in Psalms, deep calls unto deep. And he said, I'm calling you into the depth of my word, and I'm calling you forth. He said, oh, son and daughter, in a fresh and a new way. Guys, it's going to, you're going to be like a, a fresh wind on a hot summer day that just sort of blows through, and everybody goes... Oh, I wish this would keep up for the next hour. Amen. But God says, even now, he said, as I start to, to progress you forward, 
Guys, the process hasn't been as easy as we thought it was going to be. But it's been a necessary process that God took you through. So, Father, I thank you, Father, for Joe and Stephanie. Lord, Father, for all that you're doing in them, Father God, in this hour, in Jesus' name. Jeff, I don't know what's going on. I know that they were praying for you this morning. Uh, that's your lovely bride next to you, right? Uh, and what's your name, sis? Pammy. Father God, we thank you for Jeff and Pammy. Lord, <laughs> the anointing of the Lord. <laughs> there's the anointing of God and there's not Jimmy. Okay, <laughs> as Christian says, and Jim, Jimmy happened. Father, I thank you for Jeff and Tammy right now. Lord, I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing in their life. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you're, you're the God that can do anything, Father God. Lord, every desire, every need, Father God, you're moving on their behalf. And I heard the Lord say, get ready, son and daughter, because you're going to see my glory like never before. He said, you're going not that you're going to heaven, amen, but you're going to see glory on earth. And God is going to shine, and he's going to shine upon you in this season. He said, but now, son and daughter, as I'm shining with a new light, know this, that my anointing is being dropped upon you. <coughs> Excuse me. But I just see God just really moving you guys. Not out of this house, but into a fresh new anointing. And as he moves you into that anointing, things are going to start to happen. It's going to click. It's going to fall together. Jeff, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why they were praying for you this morning. But I don't need to know, but God knows. But I see the hand of the Lord all over you, my friend. I see the hand of the Lord just covering you. I see God got you in, in the palm of his hand and he's saying, hey, kid, I got this. I got this. Don't worry, don't fret, don't, don't look at the circumstances, God says, but you look at me. And he said, as you focus on me, he said, you're going to see my hand move mightily on your and Tammy's behalf. So, Father, we thank you for Tammy and Jeff, Father God, Jeff and Tammy, and all that you're doing right now in Jesus' mighty name. I'm going to minister to a couple more, and then I'm going to give it back to pastors, because I feel like I've done what I'm supposed to do. Amen. Paul, are you going to flag us? Are you the traffic cop? <laughs> Guest coming in just for me. Oh, this is scary. <laughs> yeah, I can see shadows moving across the wall. While I'm waiting on the shadows to move, my brother who talks to himself all the time, you got to remind me of your name. Gary. Gary. <laughs> I love you, Gary. You know I do. And, and your wife's name again? Tina. Tina? Gary and Tina. Father, I thank you for the Gary and Tina. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for their anointings and their giftings and callings. Father God, I asked pastors this morning when they're going to cast that out of you. Amen. <laughs> Probably never. Father, I thank you for your anointings on their life right now. Father, I thank you, Father, for what you're doing. And Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you have really opened the two of them up like never before. God has really started to to bring a blessing of the Lord upon you guys. Uh, it's, it's, it's because of the things that you've done for others, God said. Guys, I saw you planting seeds. And, and you planted the seeds where God told you to plant them. And you never went back to, to dig it up. You were good farmers. You just kept it watered and you kept it ready. You, you prepared the soil for it. But God says this, this is a season, he said, that you have... You have planted, you have watered, and now there's a reaping that I'm going to bring forth. And he said, you're going to see what I'm doing. And you guys are in the midst of it already. The things are starting to pop. 
is a good way to say it. You know, as as a as that seed pops up out of the out of the ground and becomes the plant or the flower that it's supposed to be, that God has started to cause some things in in and around you to start to pop, and as they pop, they're just going to blossom out into what God has for you to do. And God says, don't worry about what everybody else is saying. He said because they're seeing things that not that they they know not of. But I'm showing you things that I'm doing, daughter and son. Amen. And it's it, guys. I really do. I hear, I hear people that you've known saying, "What are they doing? They've got to be doing something different because things are starting." I mean, they're 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 prospering in everything they put their hands to do. And he said that prosperity is coming from me because of what you've done for me and my body, because you've done a lot of stuff that nobody knows you did. Amen? And you're cool with that. I won't expose you in that. Amen? But you've done it because you felt like God said to do it. So, Father, we thank you for them right now. In Jesus' name. My little brother right here, what's your name again? Gavin. Gavin, I thank you for Gavin, Lord. Amen? I thank you, Father, for your anointing on this young man's life. Father God, I thank you, Father God, that, that, Father, (laughs) that he doesn't have to go through the school of hard knocks like some of us did. Lord, he, that he gets, to, he gets to walk in, Father God, because he, he's at the right time and in the right place. And God said, Gavin, this is a now time for you. And you've been searching and trying to figure out who you are and what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it and whether I should go here or go there, and whether I should take this job or should I keep the job I already have. And God says, even now, son, he said, as you start to step out, he said, I'm going to meet you. He said, and I'm going to walk with you through everything. And brother, you, you've had a, I'm going to say it like I heard it, and uh, I, that you've had a lot of uh, things happen in your life, way too much for your age to have to deal with. But you've held on and you've, you've known that God was, was all around you, even though you, you walked away from God and you got away from the things of God. He said, but son, I never got away from you. And he said, I'm in a, I'm in a new season with you. And you're in a new season with me. Amen. And there's some things that God is, I mean, really shifting in you. And Father, I thank you for that that level of anointing on Gavin, Father God, that, that, Lord, that you're healing him. There's some hurts, bro. There's some deep hurts. Some loves that you lost. Some things that have happened to you. But God says, even now, daughter, son, he said, (laughs) I'm moving and I'm shifting you and I'm causing you. I like how you smiled. Amen. (laughs) Because it's real. Amen. But God is saying even now, he said, I'm causing a healing in you. And bro, it's it's not going to always be this way. But God is going to cause things inside. You're going to know the gentleness of the Lord, but you're going to know the power of, of his anointing at the same time. So Father, we thank you for him right now in Jesus' mighty name. Pastor, I'm going to give it to you. Well, somebody say hallelujah. 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 Was that wonderful? Did you enjoy that today? Amen. Amen. I want to thank our our first-time guests. I want to thank Charles and Judy. They've been here a couple of times. I want to thank Michael and Nikki for being here with us. Thank you, Gavin, for coming with your mom. Uh, I hope the Lord blessed you today in in being in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Would you make our our first-time guests feel welcome and special? Thank you for coming. Uh, Come back and join with us again.
Uh, for, for those that are watching on, online, it's a new season for us here. It's a new season for you. You just heard the word of the Lord. Uh, you just heard the, the ministry and the office of a prophet. And it's to encourage the body of Christ and to bless you. If you're looking for a place and you, you need a church home that will love you and care for you and be a, be a fivefold ministry to you and bless your family and bring the word of the Lord to you, come and visit us here at the Mission Church. You can go on. You're, obviously, you're online, so you, you can come see us. Uh, we're in Social Mississippi. Uh, we're right on Success Road. Uh, go to our website. The information's on our, our page there. You can go to the mission28.org. And we're here on Sunday mornings at 1030. Uh, we're here on Tuesday nights at 630. And for those of you online who are watching, remember, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord has been speaking to you. In this time of unrest, you need peace in your heart. You need peace in your life. Today's the day to give your heart and your life to Jesus. If you've never done that before, it's a simple thing. God sent his son to love us and to forgive us and to provide a way to go to heaven. And all you have to do is accept Jesus into your life. So confess the Lord Jesus. Confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God is raised him from the dead and he'll save you. Just cry out to him in your own, in your own simple way and say, Jesus, I need your help. I believe you to be the son of God. And I ask you to come into my life, into my heart. I confess you as Lord. Help me, Lord. I place my faith in you. Lead me, guide me, and direct me for the rest of my life in Jesus' name. He'll do that for you. If you need someone to, if you need someone to talk to because you just got born again, or if you need someone to minister to you, you can call us. You can call me. My phone number is right online, 228-365-0934. My name is Andrew Lombardo, and I'd be happy to meet with you pray with you, minister to you uh, anytime. You just let us know. Thank you for joining us, and the Lord bless you. For those of us that are in the room today,